Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. I hope you are all doing fine. And so I'm going to ask anyway, how are you doing? I hope and pray that you are doing well. And you are doing well because you are feeling well. And the reason you're feeling well is because also that you are thinking well. You are putting everything in perspective. Because when you look at the state of the world today, it needs one to have the right perspective in order to interpret uh, what is happening in the world and to find uh, one's place in that world and to find one peace in that world because it is by doing that that we get to find out our own um, responsibility as bringing solutions to whatever the problem is. My name is Abraham Joseph Ajenfuja, creator of the VIP concept, vision, intent, and purpose, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting today as voice of the VIP. As for me, how am I doing? I will just sum up in two words, and that is that I am alive. I am happy. I'm grateful. Uh, for the grace of life because if there's no life there's no opportunity to do anything and add value to life you know my perspective is that as long as someone is living and breathing there's always hope there's always a living hope you know not a, not a decadent hope a living hope that is in a posture of expectancy that something good is going to come out of nothing. Okay? That life will come out of death. That wealth will come out of poverty. That wellness will come out of sickness. You know? And peace Profit and prosperity will come out of chaos, confusion, and, you know, crisis. That is a living hope. And it's just not good to just have hope from up in the air, just grab hope and say, oh, you know, just be hopeful. That's even worse because there's no anchor to that hope. In order to be hopeful and have peace, perspective, and size up all that's going on globally and bring it to local perspective, one has to have an anchor for that hope. This applies to all people, all colors, all social 
economic background. It applies to everybody. There must be an anchor. There must be a reason why we have that hope. Which I call living hope because it never dies. It's always expecting that today, you know, something great is happening or has happened or will happen. One of those three. Okay. It's going to happen and I'm expecting it to happen. Or it's happening and I'm in the midst of it. Or has already happened and I just didn't see it. You know, so when I'm in the state, in the in the mode of being hopeful, I'm covered in all the three areas. And when we're in that kind of expectancy posture, you know, we attract that thing that we are looking for. We attract that hope, that that health, that life, that wellness, that peace, profit, and and prosperity. They're gonna come. Because it's is 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 a spiritual and as at the same time it's psychological and then it's it's also um you know um energy you know um that attracts you know is the is the foundational law of life that when we are in that posture of alignment with the truth. That truth will find us, okay? That world will find us anywhere we are. So if you have that hope, it's going to find you. When you're not, you are not, when you're not expecting something great to happen, you'll just be surprised that great things are happening to you because you have that living hope. And more so for leaders amongst us, you know, Leaders are the ones to champion that hope, you know, to herald that hope, to pick up the, the banner of hope, you know, to lead with hope. Leaders are the ones to give, you know, um, hope to other people. So I am hopeful that, you know, we are going to see uh, the triumph of hope in all that is going on in the world today. I mean, you cannot look, you cannot talk about hope without talking about the election, the result after the election, the counting, and you know all the different kinds of things that has happened, you know, that is happening, or things that have happened that we don't even know about, and it's it's been sorted out right now. It's like a knot. It's like a knot in the minds and hearts of everybody. How is it going to end? How is it going to? What's going to happen? You know. But I've I've been you know the one I've, I'm sure there are many people like that, um, who you know have a very four square, um, you know, dependability. Four square assurance from the fact that you know there's only one God, okay, and He is present everywhere at all times. He knows everything going on everywhere at the same time. Even the thing that hasn't happened yet, He already knows them. 
is is alpha and omega is the beginning and the end and everything in between well that means that it has no beginning it has no end really it's timeless he does not sleep he does not slumber he's always attending to every single detail about things we consider to be big and things we consider to be you know small because that is his world you know there was a time when there was nothing at all there was no you know political parties anywhere there's no democrat no republican no liberals there was no christianity there was no religion there was no uh, muslim religion there's no nothing okay there's no wall street there's no um policies and procedures there's no business no family no schools no everything that we 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 are wanting to hold on to so tightly right now it was then when they were not they just were not and we were not nobody was so why are we here then if we can find out why we are here and can connect it to the fact that when we are not then we're going to begin to you know um understand why we need to be hopeful in the midst of what we got what's going on in the world today if there was a time when there was nothing and then there is and there are what is the role of the thing that are what is the role of the sun and the moon and the stars for example that god created are they fulfilling their roles i mean we really have to think about this thing because these are not just you know happenstances they, they all the things we see around us they are just not there by chance and they are not just not doing anything they are doing something they are speaking they are speaking something about themselves about the god who created them there's nothing that's idle you know there's nothing that's idle at all everything that we are seeing are made up of particles of atomic with energy and power within them that are vibrating at a very high rate powerfully that that's not that's idle god is not idle god is working and causing everything to work together for our good and his glory god wants to express the beauty of his glory in the thing that he has created so the fact that god created you know is because god wants to express the beauty of his glory and when god desires something like that it's already done okay i mean it's already done i mean god has looked at the past he has looked at the present he has looked at the future and it's already done so whatever is going right now is part of it being done because god's glory will be intact the reason why god created everything will be intact god's glory is not going to be you know devalued in any way it's not going to happen god is not god is not going to let it happen 
God allows us to reflect that glory, and it's a blessing. It's a, it's an it's a privilege. It's an opportunity for us to be created. That's why I was saying that when we are living and breathing, we have the opportunity to partake in the in in, in the expression of the beauty of the glory of God, because that's what He made us for. That's what we are made for. And we only have one life to live. In, all, in, in which case, we only have one opportunity at a time to really step out and express this beauty. Beauty as to, as to beauty in the homes, beauty in businesses, beauty in education, beauty in churches and other worship houses, you know, beauty in governing, beauty in all apparatus of life. Every single part of life are to express the beauty of God. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Anything that we are doing, as small as it can be, or as complex as it could be, is to, we, we have to express, we, we have to know why we are doing that. But one, and we have to know who we are, why we are doing it. We have to, you know, be, 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 be we can't, we, we have to be invested in what we are doing, whether how small it is, how big it is. Because it's so important to God. And God is there anyway when we are doing it. His eternity is watching it. He gives us the freedom to choose to honor Him or not. But more so for leaders, you know, when you go to countries, when you when you, when you see people suffering, I mean, when you see older people who are suffering and have to labor so hard just to eat on one, just to have a meal for themselves and then for their children, when you look at the condition of water, for example, water that is the basic need necessary for, 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 for good health, clean, you know, cold, warm, you know, as, as it, may, it may be required, clean water. Just clean water to drink, to quench the thirst, or just bread, a loaf of bread. For somebody who's very hungry, just hungry. And those things are so scarce in those countries. At the same time, where the leaders of those countries are, are swimming in, in opulence. All the money, all the things they are promised to do, they didn't do it. They used the money, they diverted the funds. To themselves, to their families, they pay themselves a lot of money. Their roads are terrible, and they have dispersed their, their their machinery of 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 um, you know intimidations into the into the into the society, so that they can retain power for for as long as they want to. So leaders are the ones that are going to change. The cause of this world, the cause of their world, the cause of our world, 
You know, it's, it's the leaders who are going to be able to stand up and do something about it. Because God chose them for that purpose. To maintain the integrity of the beauty of his glory. And I don't think some leaders get that. They, 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 they don't have that concept of God's eternal glory. And so they think that they themselves are God. And there are people who worship them as God too in many countries. Who themselves who don't have you know, a concept of who they are. And they worship these people. No, only God can, must be worshipped. Every person is a mere human. So I'm speaking to us leaders now, you know, leaders in any form. And to also say that before we can lead other people, we have to lead ourselves. We have to lead our lives. We have to know who we are, where we are going. If we don't know that, then we are blind. And we, how, how is the blind going to lead the blind? Who they, they themselves, they don't know where they're going. That's why they put us there to be leaders. The eternal glory of God is, is the key thing here that's at stake. In any crisis, in any chaos, in any chaos, what is at stake is the eternal glory of God. And I'm here to say to you that God always has a way of working it out so that it will maintain his integrity, his glory. And nobody can stand against that. Nobody has ever been able to stand against that. You know? You go back to history and find out. You know, those leaders who have who have you know, profited from from the from the life and blood of the people they're supposed to be they're supposed to be leading. God will catch up with them. God knows what he's doing, he knows how to do it. And you can't play poker with God. No matter how smart or you can't. God is. And yet he always is, and will always be. There will never be a time when it's not. What happened to all those leaders? They've gone. And if today's leaders are to learn anything at all from what happened to those old leaders in the past who have, you know, um, sabotaged or who want to sabotage the vehicle of God's glory being expressed, go and look at their history. For those of us who are Christians, you can go and look in the Bible. You know, I always like to use the example of, of Pharaoh of Egypt, who we, we was so, you know, adamant, obstinate, and said, Look, he's not going to let the people of Israel go. And God said, Well, in fact, God said to Moses before he sent it to, to Moses to him, God said, Well, I'm going to harden his heart. I'm going to make an example. I'm going to harden his heart. So any leader who is, who is listening to me right now, you know, we want to be careful that our heart is not hardened. And we are not, we are not, you know, allowing our hearts to be hardened 
by making the choices that we have freedom to make, but actually is hardening our hearts against God. And God so mercifully and so gracious, he gave Pharaoh many, many chances. Many chances to change, repent, and, and just know that, wait a minute, he's, 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 he's completely the God of, of the universe, the God that created everything. And he did not. And it cost him, and it cost his people dearly. It's always begin with leaders. Leaders, leaders can change it. They can promote it. They can do anything. But leaders are the ones to do that. And that is the mindset that I've been talking about. You know that I call it the COVID mindset. Okay, this is about the part four of the COVID mindset. COVID mindset is simply the mindset that created, that, that will create a situation of undervalue. It's a mindset where, you know, leaders need power for themselves and not for the glory of God. They need power to exert over people so they can make illicit profit. That's it. That is a mindset that has ruled the world since the beginning. And it has now been escalated, it's now, it's now escalating so fast and furious. So fast and furiously, you know, everybody's doing it. All, all I mean, leaders, whether you're a leader of one or two or three or four, the reason why the world it is today is because leaders, you know, together all over the world have created this thing that we're looking at. Insecurity, uncertainty, you know, fear, anxieties, doubts. I mean, ah, oh, can you even think of leaders? Let's even think of a child, for example, a child who is in the midst of all of what's going on in the world today. Think of a think of an eight-year-old girl or seven-year-old boy or something like that, and look at, just look at their faces and look at how God has made them. You know, they need somebody, a leader. They need somebody to give them assurance that their life is safe. For example, that they can have food to eat, they can have place to sleep at, and take that same child, that same emotion that that same child is having. There are a lot of adults in the world that they are feeling the same thing. There's uncertainty about their lives. Food, clothing, shelter. COVID has blown all the things that we, we have thought of as value in the past. It's blown it apart. The mindset of value in the past is not going to be the mindset of value in the 21st century. It calls for something new, something different. Something that can withstand any kind of extraordinary events happening anytime, anywhere. But this COVID mindset is eating up the wealth of the world right now. It's eating up the wealth of the world. It's eating up time, money, treasure, relationship, everything. Is eating it up. 
But one thing is clear, one thing is sure. God's integrity will never be compromised. It won't be. So any leader who is hearing my voice right now and whose heart is being hardened or you allow your heart to be hardened, I pray and I plead that soften your heart towards God. Let God be glorified in your life, in your leadership position, in whatever you are doing. Soften your heart towards God. Be generous towards God. Let God have his way. That's one of my favorite songs anyway. Let the Lord have his way in your life every day. There's no rest. There's no peace. Until the Lord has his way. Place your life in his hand. Everywhere in his hand. Let the Lord, let the Lord have his way. Let the Lord have his way. Come on, leaders. Let the Lord have his way. The, the, the Lord is good and he has plan, good and great plan for everybody. Leaders are the key there because God placed them there as gatekeepers of the beauty of his glory to make sure that it is intact. If a leader is not going to be on God's side, God's going to do something about that. That's part of the mysteries of God. God told Pharaoh many times, let my people go. Let my people go. He said, he said no, no, let me go. I said to you, tomorrow, you postpone, you know, <laughs> you postpone action taken to tomorrow. Well, if you are listening to my voice right now, leaders, please don't postpone to tomorrow. Do it now. Give room for God to have his way. Please. You know, we don't need COVID, any more COVID in the world, okay? We don't need the mindset of grabbing power, you know, at all costs to exert over people, you know, trampling over them, shedding their blood, and somehow getting some kind of gain from there. Okay, that gain has no fragrance. It doesn't, it doesn't have a fragrance of God at all. The fragrance that comes from that kind of wealth is death, destruction. Okay? It cannot transform anything. It's plagued with, with, with diseases and all kinds of things. That's what created COVID. If you get to the bottom of it, that's what created COVID. It's power being used at all costs to exert influence to push one's agenda and not God's agenda. And it got out of hand. And God allowed it to happen to show to the whole world that, you know, there's a mindset that's ruling the world right now. And it's not a mindset that's going to make the world a better place to live. And leaders are the ones to make that change. So in this COVID Mindset episode, all I'm saying here is to let God have his way. Whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian, you have the awareness of God. You know God is. 
God cannot be suppressed. You might suppress it in your life, but you can't suppress because you the fact that you are living is evidence that God is. Okay? The fact that you can you can rationalize the, 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 the fact that God is not is actually an evidence that God is because you have the intellect to, to make and to, to make argument and things like that. So leaders, you are serving in place of God. So let the Lord have his way. Let God have his way. No matter who God is to you, no matter how you refer to God, no matter what name you, you, you call him, there's only one God. Okay? There are no two gods. So you must be, you know, you must be talking about the same God, but in a different way. In a different way. So let God have his way, my friends. God is going to have his way anyway. So why don't you let it be through you? Huh? God's going to have his way. You know, it's a joy and a blessing for God to have his way through through the people that he has chosen. They can point you down and say, yes, I chose him because I know when the time comes, he's going to do the right thing. That's what Jesus did. When it came time for Jesus to go to the cross, and he knelt in that garden of Gethsemane, he asked him to pray for him. You know, he said, he, he said, if you know, if it's possible, let his cup be taken away from him. He didn't want, I mean, he, 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 he prayed in his humanity, which means that as leaders, all of us, we have that kind of, you know, um, humanity and all that, you know, we, 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 we look at the challenge of leadership and sometimes we want to quit. But there's something greater, the great, the, the, the eternal glory of God, you know, that allows us to see the future. The things we see in the future that compels us to take the action today that we need to take. That's what Jesus saw. Jesus saw the future. He saw you and I. He saw our grandchildren, great-grandchildren. He saw it all. He said it's worth it. You know, so what are you saying today as leaders that's going to allow you to let God have his way like Jesus did? What are you seeing? You know, next time we're going to talk about, you know, the, the, the kind of things that are hindering us as leaders to see the things we need to see so that God can have his way. Let God have his way, my friends. If you are leading one, two, three, or many, please let God have his way. This is not the end of God. God, God, God has a plan. And you are part of that plan as leaders. Once a leader, you are always a leader. But leadership begins with ourselves. We have to lead ourselves, first of all. And it's only possible through God helping us, grace of God. So please do not have do not harden your hearts against God. Let God have his way. This is Abraham Joseph Ajenefuja, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting as voice of the VIP. Until next time, my fellow leaders, 
Uh, may God bless you. Please check us out at www.abrahamjoseph.co and you can visit our Facebook Facebook group, uh, Let My People Coach. That is a site for all leaders, you know, uh, business leaders, you know, um, CFOs, CEOs, you know, accountants, CPAs, and all those who support leaders, you know, uh, that's a site for you. Please visit uh, Let My People Coach and be part of this growing group of uh, world changers. Thank you very much.